This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, November 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Cowley. Here's today's headlines. Farmer tax bill concerns. Dowd's tomato problem. NAFTA fears unite ag. Menu labeling. And new antibiotic limits proposed. House Republicans are hearing from farmers and small businesses about some potential problems with the GOP tax bill. House Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady, a Texas Republican, tells AgriPulse he's considering changes to the bill's provision for pass-through businesses, which include farms, but he didn't provide any specifics. The American Farm Bureau Federation sent a letter to the committee raising concerns that the bill could force some farms to pay more in self-employment tax. Farm Bureau also expressed opposition to ending an expansion of the Section 179 expensing allowance after 2023. The letter notes the concerns of tax experts that farm rental income will become subject to self-employment taxes. It is important that the bill does not begin taxing income that is not currently subject to self-employment taxes, the letter says. One provision of the tax bill that House Republicans show no signs of budging on is repealing the estate tax. Brady said, I think it's the worst tax ever devised, and it just kills our family on farms and businesses. For more on the GOP tax reform plans, plus a look at prospects for reforming dairy policy, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes this morning. Dow delay linked to tomatoes. Senator Jeff Flake, an Arizona Republican, is holding up the nomination of Greg Dowd to be the Trump administration's chief agriculture negotiator because of concerns about an issue in the NAFTA negotiations. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts, a Kansas Republican, tells AgriPulse that produce importers in Flake's home state are concerned about an anti-dumping provision that Florida tomato growers want added to NAFTA. Roberts said he hopes to get assurances from Dowd that can satisfy Flake. Cottaway convenes ag leaders on NAFTA. At a display of unity, House Agriculture Chairman Mike Cottaway gathered the heads of eight of the biggest farm groups to show the White House that the ag sector is worried that President Trump may pull the U.S. out of NAFTA. All of the groups were on the same page. NAFTA is important to agriculture, and agriculture must remain a top priority in the negotiations, Cottaway said after the meeting. Farm Bureau President Zippy Duvall and Nick Giordano of the National Pork Producers Council told reporters they're hearing from members worried about NAFTA's future. We're not leading them. They're leading us, Giordano said. The carnage that would be done if we were to withdraw and lose our NAFTA markets would be significant. I've been with the pork industry since 1995. I have never seen producers so worked up, so concerned. Lighthizer pressed on NAFTA. U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer recently sought a meeting with Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa to talk about agriculture's concerns with the NAFTA talks. Grassley says he warned Lighthizer that withdrawing from NAFTA would, quote, be very hard on farmers and ranchers. Even an initiation of the withdrawal process would be very harmful from my point of view. Grassley said Lighthizer gets it. But that makes Grassley wonder why the administration keeps threatening withdrawal. Grassley said they aren't to the brink yet, but they're getting darn close. FDA moving forward with menu labeling. 
FDA is going ahead with an Obama-era rule that requires restaurants and supermarket delis to provide calorie counts on their menus. However, the agency is proposing new industry guidance to address concerns by supermarkets and pizza chains about the labeling requirements. The Trump administration delayed the compliance date of rate labeling requirements by one year to next May. The agency says it plans to stick with the new deadline. FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb says he's fully committed to implementing these provisions on the timetable we've already announced while making sure they are practical, efficient, and sustainable. WHO seeks new limits on animal antibiotics. The World Health Organization is calling for an end to the use of antibiotics in food animals for prevention as well as growth promotion. WHO cites a review published in the Journal of Lancet Planetary Health that says reducing antibiotic use can reduce antibiotic resistance bacteria in food animals by up to 39%. WHO's new guidelines do acknowledge that farms would be justified in giving an antibiotic to healthy animals if a veterinarian determines that there is a high risk of spread of a particular infectious disease. Under pressure from the Obama administration, U.S. drug makers have already stopped selling antibiotics for growth promotion, but they are still permitted for prevention. USDA Acting Chief Scientist Chavada Jacobs-Young said a ban on prevented issues isn't justified. The WHO guidelines are not in alignment with U.S. policy and are not supported by sound science, she said. Nebraska Democrats challenge RFS implementation. Texas Senator Ted Cruz isn't alone in challenging the Trump administration's implementation of the Renewable Fuel Standard. Four Democratic senators, including Tom Carper, the ranking member of the Senate Environment and Public Works, are asking the Federal Trade Commission to investigate possible market manipulation of renewable identification numbers, or RENs, credits used to comply with the RFS. Their letter to the FTC stems from concerns about the impact of REN compliance in northeast refineries. The complaint is related to concerns that Cruz has raised in blocking the nomination of Bill Northey to be an undersecretary at USDA. New California pesticide restrictions. California regulators are restricting the use of pesticides near schools and daycare centers. The new regulations, which go into effect January 1st, prohibit many pesticide applications within a quarter mile of public schools and licensed child daycare facilities during school hours. That includes all applications by aircraft sprinklers, air blast sprayers, and all fumigate applications. Most dust and powder pesticide applications will also be prohibited. Growers also will have to provide annual notification to public K-12 schools and licensed daycare facilities, as well as county agricultural commissioners, of the pesticides they expect to use near schools. Here's today's He Said It. If I knew, I'd have it done now. That Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley responding to our questions about what it might take to get Texas Senator Ted Cruz to lift his hold on Bill Northey's USDA nomination. Grassley said there are all sorts of discussions going on, but no talk of a meeting between Cruz and White House officials. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, November 8th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley. 